It's the best day of the week. At least for me, it's Friday. It may not be the best week if you're Tucker Carlson or some other clown from CNN, but you know what? Welcome to the Rant Network. My name's Stuart Brisgell. That's me. That's David Solomon. He's on my other side, where we bring you unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. A podcast is dedicated on giving a platform to express opinions thoughts and experiences and ideas and hear from a variety of perspectives and opinions. Join us as we dive in to the latest news, pop culture, and so much more. Welcome to the absurdity of modern life. Deeper dive affecting our society. We got you covered at the Rat Network. So sit back, relax, and join us on this wild ride on a Friday afternoon, noon Eastern. And David, let me tell you something. When we were kids, there was a group called, what, Twister Sister? There was, what, Weird Al Yankovic? A group, like, by the name of Van Halen? You know, and if you really wanted to be depressed and think about history, you had U2. That's been rocking for almost 50 years. But you know what? We're not talking about music. We're talking about kids and how they interpret life. And when I mean kids, I don't mean my 14-year-olds and 17-year-old. I don't mean David's. You know, well, maybe I do mean David's because yeah. David's kids are in this sweet pocket age of absurdity. And you know what? Do I blame the kids for being in this basket of absurdity or do we blame the media? Do I blame the government? Do I blame the education system? Do I blame the parents? Or frankly, do I just sit back and go, what the bleep is going on? David, how's that for an intro? Well, let, let, let's start from the really the beginning here is if you, uh, if you know somebody in their 20s, university, just starting out their careers or whatever, what's on their mind? How in God's name can I afford things? And, and I think that this is really something that as a society, what have we done? Now, 50 years ago, Stuart, if, as you, you like to say it or thereabouts, our parents suffered through a very, very difficult recession where they absolutely, it was just the insanity of high inflation, interest rates in the 20% upper teens for a period of time. I mean, if, I mean it, it was an absurd time and affording a home, paying mortgage in the, in the 20%, 18%, 15%. I mean, like these, these were staggering numbers. But it's been a long, long time, Stuart, since we've seen you know, absurd pricing. We've seen this kind of inflation. And our kids, and I'm saying 20s and 30s, have no idea about this. They didn't plan for it because life's been good. Interest rates were low. Cost of living was manageable. Salaries were okay going up and what have you. But on one side of the spectrum, you have the Bernie Sanders who didn't care. And for the longest time screamed, minimum wage needs to be 15 bucks. Didn't care what the impact was going to be. On this side, you've got Joe Biden, who says, inflation, there is no inflation. Everything's fine. But cost of living, imagine a carton of eggs, milk, chicken, excuse me, basic staples are, boom, way too expensive. And yet, people have to make choice between, and we talked about this, a gallon of gas, (laughs) food on the table. Our kids are, for the first time, 
questioning what the hell to do. And it's funny how many conversations I've had lately, Stuart, and you're, in a, you're a financial advisor, and how many times I've asked, you know, 20-somethings, you know, what are you, what are you doing? He says, well, listen, the media told me, social media has told me, the government will take care of me. All the, all the politicians have said in the last couple of elections, you don't have to worry. I'll take care of you. We'll give you money. We'll help you with subsidies. I'm still waiting. Like I'm still paying too much for gas. I'm still paying too much for my home. Food is too expensive. And they're bewildered. And I'm saying this is what the politicians in the media and social media has done to 20 and 30 something year olds who've just no clue. And you know, when Stuart, you know, have you have a budget? They look at me going, What's a budget? Why do I need a budget? Okay, do you have any savings? Uh, why do I no? You know, have you thought of cutting, you know, cutting some of your expenses? Maybe, you know, don't go to Starbucks. Well, I can't do that $7 latte. Look what we've created here, Stuart. You know, look what we have created. And the government, Joe Biden's to the Justin Trudeau's to everybody has promised the electorate, don't worry, we'll take care of you. They are so un- not equipped to deal, Stuart, today with the financial crisis that's in front of them. And you know what, Stuart? I, you know, like, what do, this, to me, makes me ill. But what would you tell? Your, like, your kids right now, you know, you have a 17-year-old. Yep. What would you tell your 17-year-old to do for the next five years? You know, you, I, while you were talking and ranting, I was thinking exactly of my 17-year-old. And, you know, my 17-year-old is on a bus to go to school every day. The bus picks up at 6.30 or 6.17 to 6.30 in the morning. And it's a bus organized by the school. You know, he doesn't really care. You know, Zimbabwe. If I miss the bus, I take a $15 Uber to school. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolate. You know, you need to get a job for the summer. He's 17. You know, he's been a lifeguard, you know, the first time he got the job. Yes, I got a hold of the director, I got a hold of the coach, set him up for a job, just apply right now and you've got an instant job, right? So the following year, you had to give a shove. That's his 16th year, right? That's his second year lifeguarding. Now he's 17. I'm like, did you apply for a job? The amount of hair pulling, jawboning, grounding, twisting arms, is off the chart. David, I was difficult as a 17-year-old for sure. I remember. And, I'm making, and David, you, you, if you can remember that far back, you were yeah. no ball, you know, ball of, uh, you and know, what is it? Yeah, that? yeah. Let's not go I, I screw up cliches. But again, the advice I give is, you know, by the way, and, and my stepson, like all my kids, they all have debit cards. They all give me, I'm the banker. They give me the cash. I transfer money in. Because where else do I get cash from? And, you know, here we go. They have no idea. Well, well, I can't say that. The one 14-year-old daughter I have, she accounts for every penny. She has a login to her bank account. She looks at everything. I got a problem, Stuart. I'm shopping too much at whatever store. I need to stop. And, and you know what? She hasn't come to this age where I need to make money. But she's understanding that money needs to come in. I need to save it or I won't have it. My other daughter, Margot, or my 
you know, stepson Ariel, they are deers in headlights. They just think it's there and they're very free willy. I don't know what to do, David. I'm as equally confused. But the government, but the government's message, just to go back and finish off, is you're right. Don't worry about it. Again, yes, last week, last episode, we ranted about how communism, right? The whole aspect is there are children and we'll take care of you. You know, by removing rights about what kids do medically under the age of 18. It's not a parental right. They're slowly etching away that these are not parents' children. They are the people's children. Kind of sounds like China. Do you understand, David? So I believe this is the message. But here's the thing is, and I know where Biden went with this, and frankly, he got ripped apart from all kinds of angles and whatever. But, you know, this this is what's happened today is that, you know, you've got a Bernie Sanders, an AOC. Uh, you've got a Joe Biden. These are people who have the microphone shoved in their faces. And they keep telling everybody, you have nothing to worry about. All of the problems belong to the government, and the government will take care of you. Now, if this would be true, there would be no poverty. There's an unbelievable poverty. If the government would take care of us, there'd be no crime. Unbelievable bond crime. If the if there was true that the government would take care of us, a basket of food would not be so excessively expensive. The message I I tell everybody is: do not wait for the government. You need to take care of yourself. And this is the same thing I tell people my age. You know, they're sitting there, and I, and I know a few pensioners right now in their seventies and eighties, and they're saying, "Oh no, the government promised to take care of me, and there's no money." And by the way, I don't know what you think you're going to live on, okay? But the government is not your friend. Your government has only one thing in mind, to get reelected. They don't care really about your well-being. They all say it, but they don't really mean it. And when you listen to conservatives who say, fend for yourself, you know, people are angry going, why? You promised. And conservatives saying, I know we promised, but we can't come. We can't because there's not enough money. The debt is too excessive right now to go and pay for what needs to be done. The only way to take care of yourself is take care of yourself. And to 20 year old. This is just like a used. Go ahead. Here's this last thought. The thing I tell 20 year olds is take care of yourself. Find a way to cut costs. Find a way to make savings, but do not sit there and wait for the government to hand you money. It is not happening. Self-sufficiency will go further than dependency. David, I was trying to compare politicians to car salesmen. And I'll tell you why. Number one, whatever you want is great. They'll let you want one car, you want a base model, but they'll give you the fully loaded to test drive. They'll never give you the base model to test drive. They'll always try to find out how much you can pay. So then they'll find a car that fits your budget. Or will they manufacture the financing where the dealerships make the lion's share of their money other than service to get you up? 
What's up? Up, 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 up. up right. Up, up. Right. Right. You can't pay for it in 36 months, became 48 months. Can't pay 48, became 60 months. Can't pay 60 months. Let's figure out 72 months. You know what? By the time the next round of cars, how about we'll just rent you the car. You'll give us all your money. And when we're, we don't want you to drive the car, we're going to turn it off for you. People are forgetting that the electric cars that are controlled autonomously, eventually we're going to be government controlled. So if you don't have a valid license, your car will be pulled off the side of the road. Oh, wow. If you didn't pay your parking ticket, we're going to, if you didn't vote on my side of the election, your car is not going to work. God, this sounds just like communist China. Well, but David, still, you know, you keep taking it home. But, the, but, the, but, but this is not, the purpose is not to go, I mean, I'm tired of hearing communist China and all that kind of crap. Okay, this is what the government wants. The government wants to control. The government wants to, you know, more dependency. This is what this rant is all about, is like, get off the nipple of the government. They're, 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 they're you know, you can't suckle there. Forget it. It's dry. Okay, and really, unless you're a large corporation like Volkswagen is coming here and everybody's throwing money, Volkswagen to open up a factory. But to you and me, they're not going to give you money. They're not going to help you here. You have to help yourself. And to my message to 20 something year olds and 30 something year olds today that are trying to get their first home or whatever. Yeah, squeeze, squeeze, save, do whatever you can. But do not wait for the government because this government, these governments, okay, at every level. I have no money to help you. That's the scary part. Stuart, let's wrap it up for the week. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Rat Network. We hope you enjoyed every part of this conversation, gained some valuable insight. We appreciate you supporting us. Join us again next time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Guaranteed it'll be thought-provoking. Noon Eastern. If not, catch us on one of the 30 Verticals podcasts, whatever you need to when you're stuck in that awful traffic with or without the autonomous driving. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Very important, guys. We need you to start liking us, loving us, and sharing us. Give us your thoughts. PM us. Remember, we're always interested in hearing from our viewers and listeners. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, guys, keep on ranting.